Back here on the Greg Hill Show. Greg is off today. It is Keith, Danielle, and Fitzy, and our Patriots Friday continues. Time now to talk with Devin McCourty. Devin, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing pretty well. Uh, I know there's so many different protocols going on, you know, before you guys get onto the field, after you get onto the field, but once you're on the practice field, do, does everything feel the same, or is there any kind of change there as well? No, once we get out there, man, football is football. And um, I think that's been a, a good thing for all of us getting back out there and practicing um, and doing what we love to do. But, yeah, once we get on that field, um, you know, all the protocols and different things like that, you know, you really can't do that in football. So um, it really gives guys a chance to just continue to do what they've been doing for the last couple of years. Uh, Devin, the other day, J.C. Jackson, you know, there's been really good word about the secondary practicing. Uh, you guys have been picking off passes. Uh, J.C. Jackson described the secondary as a scary sight coming together. You guys feel like you're uh, trending in the right direction three weeks out before the first game? Um, I think we've continued to build. You know, I think that's the thing about playing in the secondary. Um, you can play great, you know, call it for three quarters two-and-a-half quarters, and you have one bad quarter where you give up a couple of plays, and, you know, none of that really matters. So um, I think we just got to continue to build. You know, we have a lot of guys returning from last year that helps us, you know, especially to start training camp. Um, we have a little bit of an edge. We have so many vets come back um, and play together. So um, I think we've used that earlier in camp, um, but we can't get complacent, you know, in this league. Everyone's gunning for each week you go out there and play. So, um, we just got to continue to grow, and I think we've been doing that all throughout training camp. Um, but the hard thing is keeping up that consistency to do it week in and week out. For the first time in your career, Tom Brady, not the starting quarterback. So what has it been like for you and and the defense going up against three different guys? And it seems like they're all splitting splitting reps going up against you know the top defense. Um, it's been fun. You know, I think um, – I've been here so long. We're always going into a new season without somebody or without this coach. So um, once the season starts, you get in the training camp, you don't think about what you don't have. Um, but watching these guys go out there and continue to compete and the energy that they bring, um, you know, I think competition makes the best for our team. You know, I think it brings the best out of each individual, obviously. Um, and then I think at the end of the day, that makes us a better team um, because we'll have, you know, quality quarterbacks all throughout that room. Um, and I think that builds depth, and I think that really goes for the whole team. You know, all our different competition battles throughout training camp um, does nothing but make us better. Devin, you have some new faces in veteran uh, Adrian Phillips and uh, rookie Kyle Duggar. How, how how are they looking? How are you working those guys in? Um, they've been good, man. I think uh, anytime you enter a new situation, you know, for the rookies uh, like Kyle, you don't know anything in the NFL, so – um, everything you learn here is brand new, but it's just what you know. So you just come and you go to work every day. And I think, you know, sometimes for vets, um, you've been other places, so you know how other people do it. So it's getting used to how we do Aaron and Wendland. And I say all those guys, including Cody Davis in our room, um, have been eager to learn how we do things. Um, you can see them kind of understanding more and more each day. Um, and that's been fun. You know, I'm, obviously I'm the guy in the room that's been here uh, for 10 years, uh, going on 11. So I just try to share the knowledge that I've learned from guys when I first got here, like the James Sanders, the Mary Webbers, um, the Steve Gregory, all of those guys that have played safety before me that have taught me different things. I just try to pass down to those guys in this defense 
Um, I think each day they've improved and they've learned really more about what we do here in New England. Now, another year, Devin, where nobody has the title of defensive coordinator. You know, there's been years where you've been on the team where you've you've had D coordinators, years where you haven't. Does it really matter? Is it is it just a title? Like, like I, you know, most teams in the league have coordinators. Yeah, I mean, for us as players, no, it doesn't. You know, we we go out there and do the same thing. You know, whoever's the signal caller, uh, one of the linebackers get a call in the helmet, repeat the call in the huddle. And then when we come inside, you know, every year after practice or after games, we usually watch film with our position group. So we're still doing those same things. So uh, for us as players, you know, it really doesn't matter to us. Um, as long as we're getting calls and we're going out there and being able to play defense, um, we just do that. And I think that's our job. Um, and we leave, you know, whether it's coordinator, whether it's a group of guys, we leave all that up to the coaching staff. And, you know, my years here, I think they've always done what's best for the team and, um, I think that's what we're doing now. Devin, we just talked to Julian Edelman a couple minutes ago, and he had described last week on the Zoom call Cam Newton as a specimen. What's it been like going up against him, and what are your first impressions of him on and off the field? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a huge human being, um, and we don't really see his full capabilities in practice, you know, with the quarterback wear red jerseys, but there's times, you know, just knowing him and playing against him, um, that as a defense, it, it might look like we have it, um, but we know, you know, you can't really have half a man trying to tackle him. you got to have, you know, one to two guys, you know, being able to gang tackle him. So um, as we watch film, we're, we're seeing that and we're understanding um, some things that we might have to do different if this was a live game situation of making sure we have him. So, um, I think he's had energy every day he's been here as far as off the field. And um, it seems like he's been eager to learn. I'm not in the quarterback room, but um, I just think it's been good just having him in the locker room, um, you know, hanging out with the D-line and hanging out with different position groups. You can see um, him as a teammate. And I will say that goes the same for Stiddy and Hoyer. Um, those guys just being able to, you know, lead on and off the field, I, I think really helps our team and, um, I'm excited just as these weeks continue to go on um, and just watching our team grow. Yeah, has he offered any uh, fashion tips so far? You know, he's he uh, he's got some style. <laughs> not not yet, man. We're still in that training camp mode, so it's not much style that goes into coming in here at seven seven a.m. and leaving at seven p.m. every day. <laughs> Have you thought about what it's going to be like playing without fans? Because certainly at the beginning of the year, that's a, that's already assured. And there's, I mean, let's face it, there's a chance that maybe all season you guys are playing in front of uh, empty seats. Um, not really, man. I think it's just the reality we have. I think we got to look at it as a, it's a blessing to be out there and being able to play football because um, a few months ago we didn't know if that would be possible. So um, whether we have no fans all season or just the beginning of the season, um, that's really out of our control. We just got to focus on what we can do. I'm sure um, through the league and everybody else, they'll figure out ways if there's no fans to have some crowd noise or, or whatever they'll do. Um, but I know for us as players, we just got to focus on executing and being ready to go game time um, and understanding that, you know, football is not promising. We've seen that. Um, so making sure we enjoy each moment we get to do it. Devin, we've been talking a lot over the last week about Tuka Rask opting out of the NHL playoffs because of a situation with his daughter. And you have young kids, and we had a lot of talk about public figures and their families. Are people generally respectful of your family's privacy? Do you have any concerns about your kids growing up in the public eye, being that you're a pro athlete? 
Um, no, not really. My kids are, are three and two, and um, I probably won't be playing this game much longer. So um, <laughs> I've talked to a lot of retired players, and they say enjoy um, the little bit of celebrity we get as football players because when you retire, that'll, that'll all be gone. So um, I think most of my kids' lives, they'll probably hear um, different things, different places we go about how their dad used to be a pretty good football player. But um, <laughs> other than that, you know, I, I really don't. But, um, you know, I think for each guy that might be a little different of what they go through for their family. Um, and I think we've seen with this pandemic as far as opting in and opting out, um, a lot of guys have had to take some time to really think about, you know, the health and, and what their family have to go through. Um, even though we love playing this sport or whatever sport you're playing, um, it really puts things in perspective and, and makes you understand um, what's important in life and what you want to do. So, um, you know, I think, you know, my heart goes out to him. I'm sure he wanted to compete with his guys. Um, but, you know, our families are very important to us. It's a Patriots Friday, and we're speaking with Patriots safety Devin McCourty here on the Harbor One Hotline on the Greg Hill Show. Devin, I know how important it was to you to have your brother join you a couple of years ago in Foxborough and, uh, you guys, you know, the, it's a, him resigning was a key contributing factor to you wanting to resign and how much you guys still enjoy getting to play together. Um, but the other day, somebody retweeted the play that he made from Super Bowl 53, where he that awesome play where he knocked the ball out of Cook's hand. That was really a, uh, a game saver. And I just can't help but wonder. What's the fraternal competition and dynamic like? Does does he like when he makes a play like that? Is he like he's like you might have three rings, but did you see that play that I made in Super Bowl Fifty Three? You guys tweak each other a lot. Well, well, for one, I, if he does bring it up, I tell him that's over. So uh, he he needs to move on. But no, I mean we enjoy you know like you just said we enjoy going at each other and, and talking about sometimes what one has done compared to the other one. Um, but ultimately. Um, no one was happier, you know, than me seeing him make that play um, and just having him on this team and being able to be a leader on the team now uh, going into his, I guess this is his third year now with us. Um, he's like a, a Patreon veteran almost. So um, I've enjoyed that. But now we always, uh, we go at each other, even our defensive back meeting. If one of us messes up, we kind of will say it out loud before the coaches even correct it um, and try to go at the other one. So, um, there's always some friendly competition when we're in there going at each other. Hey, Devin, with the season right around the corner, I was wondering if you and your teammates have had any conversations yet about how you want to approach pregame and the national anthem and any statements you might want to make in terms of uh, social justice issues. Uh, no, we haven't. Uh, I think a lot of our focus has been on, obviously, training camp um, and then on the, all the things we want to do um, as far as social justice that are off the field that can actually help people. Um, we haven't really spent much time um, talking about, you know, pregame or anything like that. Um, but we have discussed different ways um, that we plan on trying to help the community and, you know, being active. So um, I've said that for years. I think that's the most important part is, you know, being active and trying to get things done um, that will help people. So that's really been our focus and um, trying to figure out how we can do that, you know, with all of the different guidelines and the pandemic and everything going on how we can still be very active and helping people um, who have gone through, you know, different things, um, call it racism, call it, you know, different things in, in social justice for black and brown people. Uh, I think that are the things we want to focus on more than um, just Sunday and pregame. He's Patriot Safety, Devin McCourty. Thanks so much for the time, Devin, and we'll uh, talk to you next week. I appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. All right. Thanks, Thanks so Devin. much, Devin McCourty. Uh, our first Patriots Friday, uh, Edelman and McCourty in the books. 
Uh, we'll get to the uh, the quarterback battle as there's been some news. Uh, Fitzy has some more news as dun, it relates dun, to dun. the uh, quarterback situation. So we'll get to that. You can join us as well. 617-779-7937. It's the Greg Hill Show, Sports Radio, WEEI.